Hello, America. All right, let's see what we got going here. Let's see, can we get... Almost started singing. Well, you can sing if you want, man. We can work it out. All right. Let's go. What is up, America? We are back. It is game time. It is fantasy game time. Coming at you live from the heart of Central Texas. Mm -hmm. Russell Maven of Temple, Texas with my best friend, Jay. Oh, wait a second. Mm, no. This dude ain't Jay Thompson, man. He is way too ugly to be Jay. Huh? Uh, but this is, this is uh, actually... This is a friend of mine that I've not seen since I was about 125 pounds about 30 years ago, a freshman in high school. This is the Philadelphia Soul head coach, Clint Dazel, leading the charge here on, uh, on behalf of Jay Thompson on Fantasy Game Time. Welcome to the show. 125? I'm thinking more like 99. I don't think you broke the century mark just yet when I remember you. Probably not, but I, I guarantee you I've doubled up on it since then. That's, we all have. That's for sure. Now, I think I told you I was going to do this on the air, and I want to see if I remember this correctly. We'll have to wait and see if I get this right. But if I'm not mistaken, your senior year, were you third team All-State at safety? Is that right? I was second team. All second team All-State all at, at safety. safety. But that's not what he's proficient at. What he's proficient at is throwing more touchdowns than Dan Marino and Brett Favre and all those guys. Is that true? You threw for more touchdowns I than did. Dan Marino and Brett Favre and all those guys, right? A couple of those guys put together, but ring football, we throw a lot of touchdowns. <laughs> so Clint, Clint had, a, Clint had a, a really great run with the, uh, uh, with the Arena League. Uh, playing for several different franchises. I know you played for Dallas. I did. Who three was? years. I uh, played three years. I'll go backwards. I uh, finished in Dallas three years. Uh, came from there from Vegas two years. Uh, three years in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I loved it there. Great people. Uh, Houston for three years. And two years in Milwaukee is where I started. Sweet, man. Sweet. And uh, you had a tryout with the Bears at one point? Did. Did. It was, uh, had, it was a great experience. Uh, did everything possible to make the team, and uh, the numbers and, and who you know didn't work out for me. I got uh, I was three for four in the preseason game, threw a touchdown, and got cut on the way home <laughs> for a kicker. <laughs> who who, who, uh, who caught the touchdown? Oh, uh, I don't remember the tight end that didn't make the team either. So. <laughs> Jim Miller was too good in those days. Jim Miller was Jim Miller should have been the starter. To be honest with you, um, I, Jim, I have nothing bad to say. I actually lived with Jim when I was there, and um, yeah, he is a great guy. Uh, He's doing hey, what we're doing right now. Yeah, I know. I listen to him all the time. He does not sound like him. He doesn't sound like uh, people sound different or think they. Yeah, yeah. I, like I sound different when I listen to myself. Yeah, exactly. He sounds totally different to me than than you know in person. Cape uh, now was a starter, mm -hmm. and he oh boy, uh, that guy was special uh, in many ways. They write movies about guys like him. Uh, he, he, he flamed was, out in an awful hurry. <laughs> yeah, he got ran out of town more probably than anything by the fans. He was not very fan friendly, for that's for sure. Ouch. Uh, so, so what you're telling me is. UCLA is slightly different than Chicago. <laughs> slightly, slightly. <laughs> you know, it just didn't fit him. You know, coming from college, I can remember he, he just threw it up to, you know, three, six, four guys down the sideline. <laughs> you just can't throw it up in the NFL. He, he's it works a little, sometimes. He was a little short on the arm strength, wasn't he? It, it was okay. It just, he just, I don't know. It was just, he didn't have a gun like Clint Dazel out there. Well, not many do. It's a different thing, you know. It's, <laughs> because 50 yards is what you need to throw it in our game in arena football. So, yeah, I can still do that. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. Well, welcome to the show. We're glad Appreciate to have it. you. 
the first thing we like to start off with is something that they say in football all the time. That's what I'm talking about. And <laughs> nobody was even talking about anything, but at least we still say it anyways. <laughs> I see that. So, uh, so what am I, what I'm talking about right now is it's opening weekend, man. I'm excited. I know you're like sick to death of football at this point after the arena season, but I am excited about watching some football this weekend. Red Zone Channel, let's go. No, I know. it's. I, I've got my fantasy teams. I've got two of them, so I'm, I'm getting back into it. Tomorrow night, my wife and I will go eat somewhere, and you know, I'll kick her butt probably if I play her head up this week, but you know, it's uh, it's a blast. I love it too. Where, where uh, uh, How'd your draft go last night? Well, I, you know, I had some bad situations. I was in the fifth spot, which I did okay in that one, I think. And then last night I was in the twelfth spot. Good thing these morons don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they left me a couple guys, so I was I was okay at the end. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, the next thing we got on our on our slate is fantasy hot takes. Things going on, and was there any news in with the Cowboys today at all? I couldn't I couldn't think of anything that popped nah. up with the Cowboys. They might have signed somebody. Uh, Backup, running back, or something. Uh, anyways, whoever the guy is, I'm sure he's doing very fine today. Um, he's doing real fine. His, his, his pocketbook is doing real fine, too. <laughs> um, he is. He's doing excellent right now. Um, also, uh, Shady going to Kansas City, reuniting with uh, with Andy Reid. How do you see that going? I don't know. I mean, you know, I look at these drafts, and I see Williams fall so far and watch what he did in the playoffs, and I don't get it. I mean, that guy's a stud. I mean – I don't see McCoy, you know, anytime soon, you know, breaking too many plays from him. What he uh, averaged like three yards a carry last year at age 31. Like so. He still does some good stuff. I think he'll be more of a third down back type if they use him in that situation. But I don't disagree. Uh, Williams is the guy, and I I wish I could have had a chance to draft him. I saw him so late on the you know on all the sheets, and I was like, oh, please let him fall to me on the third <laughs> round. Now. But he didn't. Scoop that guy up. Uh, Des Bryant. Uh, I saw a video of him the other day. He's he's apparently a no go at the beginning of the season, but he sounded like he wanted to play later in the year. How about a uh, a, a football year with no Des Bryant? Until I saw it on your 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 computer there, I forgot all about Des Bryant. And you know, and again, that's just me not being around it. My daughter just cried a few tears. <laughs> I don't know. You know, Des is a great player. He is. He just you know. Or he was. Yeah. He still is. I mean, he could play. There's no doubt about it. He's just got to. But be can in a good he recover situation. from an Achilles, though? That's the that's the big question. That's a tough one. I'm I'm glad I never had to find that out. Man, me too. I still remember Marino's in '93 when he dropped back and then hit the ground. Um, another thing that I thought was uh, kind of curious: a um, couple of first round wide receivers got cut over the weekend. One of them got picked up, ironically, by the other guy's team. But uh, Josh Doxson <laughs> and uh, Laquan Treadwell. Those were first-round wide receivers that never panned out. Well, you know, I'm actually – I mean, I feel bad for those two guys, but I'm glad that, you know, franchise are realizing we made a mistake. You know, if that's how they feel once they got them in there and not just drag it along for three or four years, you know what? Move on. If, you, if they don't fit you, they don't. And, you know, I think it's a good, you know, a good thing for them. And they'll get picked up. And you said one did, so. Yeah, yeah. Josh Doxson now took Laquan, Laquan Treadwell's roster spot at Minnesota. But, oh, well. Uh, I think the best people that move it on like that are, are the Patriots. They, they cut a second-round cool. guard the other day. And they're just like, all right, man, that's, that's, that's good. Thank you. Two years is enough. We're they're out a of machine. here. That's amazing what they do. Yeah. Yeah, they are. It's it's. It's remarkable what they can do in the in professional football. I mean, it's one thing to kind of dominate college football, but man, 
They're doing it with the pros. All right, so we had some Facebook questions. Uh, I saw Mr. Uh, Mr. Shepard uh, kick one in, so I'm going to start with that one. Uh, we, have a, we have a loyal listener, Dustin Shepard, asking, Tom Brady or Drew Brees this week? I guess he had the geriatric uh, quarterback section in his draft, and so... Was there only four people in the league? <laughs> you get both those guys. I get it. Brady's falling, but I can't wait to talk about this too. Uh, you know, looking at this list we have here, I, I can't wait to jump in on that one. So I, I, I think if I had to just spitball, I would just say play Breeze. I mean, Breeze tends to be more of your your um, stat guy, and Brady seems to be more of your hey, you can have the one yard rushing touchdown. Just I just want to win the game. Yeah. So especially I, I, early on, yeah, uh, you know, Breeze is going to put on numbers, you know, with Cook and uh, Thomas and Kamara out of the backfield, they're going to throw some touchdowns. I mean, sure, they'd rather throw it in than run it, and you know, without you know Ingram there too, so that maybe even more throwing. So yeah, yeah, I don't think you can go wrong with yeah, Breeze for sure. Um, our my buddy Jeff Reed has a good question. Who's your guest for Rookie of the Year this year? Who do you like in that race? Oh my goodness. Um, I'll start on that one. Yeah. I, I like uh, I like David Montgomery of the, the of the, uh, of the Bears. I, I yeah, was, we're going back to Chicago. I, I, just, I, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but we're going back to Chicago right right here on this one. I can't second guess that. Yeah, I absolutely can't. I, I mean, thought I thought he had a, a great season last year at Iowa State, and uh, I really like the opportunity that's going to be there. The, uh, Tariq Cohen has his own role, and he has his own thing that he does. And yeah, he's a third down guy too. He is. He is, and I feel like I feel like. Uh, David Montgomery is going to be a, a a good selection for that pick. If he has the blitz pickup, he I, I think he'll be out that, there and be the whole. Nobody year. pays any attention to that, but the the NFL won't put you out there if you can't pick up Absolutely that blitz. Absolutely not. And if he's starting, then he's got it. All right, uh, moving on to our last question here from my buddy Brian Thacker from Cleburne, Texas. Good old Cleburne. Uh, he's got family, Cleburne. That's it. That's it, man. And they got they got all kinds of good people up there. Um, Tommy Riddle lives there now. Uh, I don't know why I threw that into the show. Hello, Tommy. What's happening, brother? Um, will Melvin Gordon get traded uh, this year? Do you think he's stuck with Sandy, uh, with uh, Los Angeles? Do you think he's coming back? Uh, do you think they're going to give him his money? What do you think? Uh, I'm, everything I'm looking at, and I'm glad you kind of brought that up, uh, I, they're standing their ground, uh, and good for them. You know, And I know why they can, because you know, unlike the Cowboys where they tried to stand their ground for a little bit with Zeke, uh, they have a chance to win a Super Bowl. The Cowboys do, mm-hmm. and you don't without him. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they're in that you know situation. Where I think they were they until people started getting hurt. There, when well, James goes out for three months or whatever, and Keenan Allen's kind of nicked up, and they're you know, older. This. They know? are, but I, I still think they have. I love their coach. Oh, I do too. Do you know Anthony? He was was he with the Cowboys when you were over there? Yes, he was. Uh, I do. I, He's I, a I think, fantastic guy. You know, anytime you got River, River's a competitor. I mean, oh, yeah. they're going to be, you know, they're going to be in there, you know, in the mix at the end for sure. But I don't know. I just think there's too much power them for them to win the Super Bowl. It could be hard now. to overcome the Chiefs in absolutely. that division. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. All right, man. Well, I know you're unfamiliar with our format, so I'm going to I'm gonna break it down for you here and we'll kind of see what happens uh, going on here and uh, we'll see what Dustin's got to say. Uh, yeah. Anybody that's questionable, play them. Yeah, he's asking about Diggs being questionable. If they're questionable, play them. You can check on uh, on Sunday morning, and they have to announce the inactives at 30, 90 minutes before the game. So just just play them. 
Just play him. He, he's, he'll play, trust yeah, me. Yeah, if you didn't play him, that uh, was questionable. You wouldn't get to anybody from New England. Never, never. <laughs> Tom Brady's been questionable for 20 years right. with a shoulder. Um, so what we do is we take out the 20, I mean the 12 top quarterbacks, so basically a, a full league of starters, and then we come up with five guys that we like um, to, to start for that week, and uh, we just kind of rank them and go. And so uh, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you my five. Clint is a guest host, so he, he doesn't have uh, a, ton, you know, a ton done in, in advance. So, here, so he's just going to comment on mine and kind of tell me where I'm wrong and where I'm right and all that good stuff uh, since, he's, since he has the, uh, the expertise <laughs> to do that. So I'm going to start at the top with Jared Goff at Carolina. I really like, uh, you know, it, it, when you go through your fantasy drafts, you see Cooper Cup get drafted. You see Brandon Cooks get drafted. You see Robert Woods get drafted. You see Gurley get drafted. You see Henderson get drafted. Well, somebody's got to deliver the ball to them cats. And Jared Goff is is that guy. And I and he was averaging 36 points a game before Cooper Cup's ACL last year. So sign me up for 36 points a game right there. That's that's how I feel about it. I, I love Goff this week. What do you think? How is he not in the top 12? That's the amazing part. I mean, I can see seven or eight guys that I would put him in front of, but absolutely, you hit it on the head. I mean, five guys are being drafted, you know, from that team. No one else has that. No one. I mean, not one team has the firepower that they have and the head coach. That's and they just locked him up. Yeah, I mean, that's, they're going to be good for a long, long time. Yeah, it's a, it's a crying shame because they're in our conference. Uh, the next guy is a guy we just talked about, Philip Rivers versus Indianapolis. Um, Melvin Gordon's out. I feel like Eckler fits better into the passing game. Uh, Hunter Henry's still kind of working the knee out and figuring it out. Uh, but I love, love Mike Williams. And wow. we'll talk about him again later on. But came know. in with 10, 10 touchdowns last year. Um, oh, and right. and just started started acting like the dude. He's the little thought. one, right? No, 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 no. There there were two Mike Williams, were there not? There were two that got drafted in the same draft. But this this is not the uh, Ohio State one. This is the big bad Clemson one. And gotcha. you know how those Clemson receivers are. They're coming <laughs> out and they just they just they just turn into studs immediately. So, uh, well, but but getting back to Rivers, uh, he's got Williams on one side, probably Keenan Allen on the other, depending on how the ankle's feeling. Yeah. But there's no Melvin Gordon. They're not going to ground and pound. So give me Rivers all day at home against Indy. Yep, I agree 100%. And they're going to toss it around without Melvin Gordon. And Eckler is just like you said. He's a scat back from the backside, and they like to give him the ball on the field. He does a good job. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, I think Eckler's going to look real nice. By the way, I think I won the redraft team name challenge this year. My, uh, my 20-year-old daughter was here uh, with me, and – we were sitting right here on this couch, and I said, "I said, babe, we gotta, we gotta come up with a name for my fantasy team." And I told her all, I had all kinds of cool uh, names for uh, cool names to work with, and so, uh, so uh, I said, "All right, I, I got, I got Austin Eckler," and she goes, "Okay, all right." <laughs> she goes, "Eckler, I hardly know her." And so, so I was like, that is it right there, man. That is it. I'm taking that right there. So Mallory Maven, way to go, babe. Yes, Austin Eckler. Eckler. I hardly know her. Um, so, yes, we're going with that. That is the big victory for redraft team name this for this year. Uh, my third guy is Matt Ryan uh, at Minnesota. Uh, last year, he quietly – I mean, if, Phillip, if Patrick Mahomes wasn't in the league last year – Matt Ryan might have been the MVP. I mean, he, he played outstanding last year. He was second in fantasy points behind uh, Mahomes. 
And Ridley's got another uh, got a year uh, under his belt now. He he scored eight or ten touchdowns last year. Uh, Hooper is like twelve years old. I think he's like twenty four, <laughs> something like that. I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, I think Ito Smith's going to get more more uh, care, more touches instead of Tevin Coleman, which I think is more of a receiving threat. And uh, right. I, I I would ch- I would put their three wide set up against just about anybody in the league: Sanu, Jones, Sanu, and yeah. Ridley. So. Uh, I love Matt Ryan this week, even though they're on the road in Minnesota. And that was my only my only little drawback is being at Minnesota. Now, being on turf, that's a big deal, though. It seems to be more points when you're playing inside the turf. You don't have to worry about the weather, though. Man, they only play about three games outdoors the whole I year. I know, it's beautiful. Every year. You always try to get the kicker with that, too. We have it. <laughs> you... Uh, you don't even know anything about playing outdoors anymore. Uh, How long has it I'm, been since I'm, you played I'm an outdoor game in college? That's for sure. <laughs> um, uh, the next guy I got on my list is Josh Allen at the Jets. Uh, the last six games last year, he was number one in the league in uh, points per game, except for the week that I needed him. And then uh, <laughs> he is a—he's more of a dual threat than I even thought he was. He. He took off running against the Vikings in his like first or second start last year, and I was like, "Where is this? What does this guy think he's doing? He's not Randall Cunningham, but he's son of a gun if he didn't score a bunch of uh, running points last year." He does have some new weapons. He brought in Cole Beasley, brought in John Brown, uh, got some guys to work with around there. So I like that. Zay Jones is still there, uh, and so I think Cole Beasley is going to help him keep the chains moving, keep the drives going, uh, get those easy little completions, those easy little yards, and. Uh, and, and, and just kind of keep keep things going. What do you think on that one? Yeah, I think he was running scared last year, literally, when uh, he was taking off running. But uh, you can't lie. that That's a proven fact, what you just said there, six games where he was, you know, he was the man. And um, he's got to learn to not run as much to be, you know, to last a long time in this league. Let's you can he... run. You just got to learn. You just got to learn three no. things. Touchdown, first down. Get down. <laughs> right. There is no reason for you to take on a linebacker in the NFL ever. No, there's That's not. something I saw Sam Ellinger do last week for Texas, and I was like, thank you, Jesus. Because uh, Mike McCollum coached him at high school, and he goes, hey, do you want me to tell him anything? I'm like, yeah, touchdown, first down, get down. Yeah. You don't need to throw them shoulders the, into college linebackers. The man. problem is it's the guy you don't see in the NFL that, mm-hmm. that gets you. Mm-hmm. Better to be safe than sorry. Slide when you, when, you, uh, when you got what you think you need. We had a question pop up, so I wanted to toss this out to you. PPR league, so point per reception, Mark Ingram or Tyler Lockett? Lockett, I would think. Lockett. Ingram's not a big out-of-the-backfield guy catcher, is he? I don't think so. Yeah, I, he's I don't think he's going to catch count. a bunch either. I don't think. I would go. To, I would go Lockett too. Lockett. They had a. Uh, well, we'll talk about Lockett here in a little while. So yeah, I would go Lockett, <laughs> and I'll tell you why in a minute when we get to the when we get to the wide receivers. So, double agreement. Yeah. Tyler Lockett. He's the guy. Oh yeah. So, yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, last guy for me on the quarterbacks is Matt Stafford at Arizona. Patrick Peterson suspended. Um, they have. He's got three good wide receivers. Um, he he's got uh, on Johnson kind of moving the chains, keeping things alive. Uh, I, and Arizona is going to get out there, run a bunch of plays, and punt or score. And, you know, that's the way Cliff likes to do things. Yep. And so I, I feel like Stafford's going to be on the field a lot, and I think he's going to have a nice week. What do you think? I don't say he can't. You're right. I mean, I, 
you look at the weapons, that's kind of how you draft players. And like we talked about with golf, and he, he has, you know, they're not all stars, but they're, no, they're I mean, all Galladay, you worry about. Jones are solid. Amendola, it's yep. been around. We cut him in 2008. That dude is still playing 11 years later, man. <laughs> I know it. That's amazing. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's a good matchup. I think Arizona's defense is not what it once was, and it'll be good weather out there, too. So, excellent. Excellent. Yeah, it will be. And they'll probably be under that dome anyway. Um, all right, let's move on to some running backs and see what we got here. Uh, ooh, I misspelled Saquon Barkley's name. I, it was a typo. Man, that is terrible. Don't tell Miss Trest or Miss Collier. Too or any, late. Any, you any told them all. Yeah. And they're all right there. And I'm going to see them on there. <laughs> they're out of control. That's the only bad thing about messing up on film is, you know, all your, all your former teachers and stuff like that, they're all watching on Facebook and they're checking you out going, you just mispronounced that oh, word. My what? mom. English teacher, yeah. yeah, baby. I did it on purpose. Yeah, but see, Kale had <laughs> Kale had her. I didn't have her. I ain't got to worry about Miss Dazel. Um, so the the running backs that we won't be talking about are the the twelve that were in the uh, that were in the top twelve here are Saquon, which he's not going to do crap because he's playing the Dallas Cowboys, baby. Just mm. kidding. Um, Alvin Kamara, uh, C Mac, uh, DJ Chubb, Cook, Connor. You can flip those around and go Connor Cook, and he got he got cut though. Uh, Chris Carson, uh, Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, Leonard Fournette, and Zeke. So, with what we got left here, I started with Joe Mixon at Seattle. I think Joe Mixon is going to blow the heck up this year. Uh, led the AFC in rushing last year. He can he can catch it out of the backfield. They did re-sign Bernard uh, to to be their third down back, but nah, I think he's going to be more of a all do it all kind of guy. Plus, they got a new offense. They want to kind of show it off. And I don't know if you know this, the head coach knows Sean McVay. Therefore, he's a genius. Uh, <laughs> just by no osmosis. Just, yeah, osmosis. He knows Sean McVay. <laughs> Therefore, he is now a genius, and he is running the offense. Done. Done deal. Hey, it's like the old, you know, all those coaches that coached underneath. Uh, Mike Sharp, Mars. And, yeah, that's right. The, uh, yeah, they all were Joe, all Bill together. Bill Walsh and Holmgren and all, all that good. cats. Yep, yep. Yeah, they, if you know, if you somebody said he, if you ever if you ever went to lunch with Sean McVay, you can be a head coach in the NFL right now. <laughs> uh, so uh, the other guy I like is a guy we talked about just a second ago, Mark Ingram uh, at the Miami Dolphins. I don't know if the Tankarama is on yet for Miami, uh, but they have given away about everything they could possibly give away, and they're starting um, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback. He's still in the league, uh, <laughs> and so uh, I, I love Mark Ingram this week. Uh, they led the league in rushing attempts after Lamar took over last year, uh, which is not that surprising. And uh, even dudes you never heard of, like Gus Edwards, were scoring well last year. So imagine if you take that and give it to a guy that actually knows what he's doing with that ball. So I like uh, I like Mark Ingram this week. What do you think about Mark? Yeah, he went higher than uh, a lot of you know some of these guys up here. Uh, and some of my drafts, which I didn't totally agree with, because you just don't know. It's the unknown when you go to a new team. But, yep. I mean, they're built to run the ball. They are. I mean, they showed that last year. I know the quarterback was doing a lot of it. But, yeah, I like it. Let me let me ask you a, a, uh, let me ask a, a, a scouting question about Lamar Jackson. Do you believe that Jackson has the passing skills to, to succeed in the NFL passing-wise? to be a passing quarterback? Um, just a little bit. I watched him last year. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more than anything, I think, slowing it down and breaking it into half a field for him. So right. so he's, you know, 
make maybe, it one read. Right, just make it where – you know, when they did that with Mayfield last year, I mean, he was told to throw it to this guy for most of the season last year. Right. And now, obviously, he's, he's figured it out more. And some of that's just, you know, complex offenses. I mean, uh, I think offense coordinators get caught up in too much of showing how smart they are instead of, you know, making it simple possible for quarterbacks. And that could be, you know, the case for him where he just needs to, you know, get in there. Because I think he has the throwing skills. I mean, it's much like that. Like the accuracy-wise, though? Correct. Well, I, I think he's just as accurate as Dak. How about that? Okay. Dak, Dak's got to figure out how to be more accurate when guys are right there in front of him. For sure. He throws well in the movie. You're not going to get an argument out of me. Well, I know you're a cowboy, you know. Oh, man, you're getting shade thrown at you. You're getting shade. Wendell Olson said, is that, oh, Wendell. Is that the only guest you could find? Mr. Like, Wendell. I, hey, Wendell, I scraped the bottom of the barrel and flipped the barrel over, and Clint Dazil popped up, man. It was amazing. So, yeah. I'll see you on the golf course, Wendell. You just hold your horses. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was desperate, dog. I was desperate, man. You live too far away, Wendell. Um, so uh, the next guy I like is uh, your boy, Damian Williams. Uh, at Jacksonville, uh, I think LaShawn's only going to get like one week of practice, you know, so uh, I know he knows Andy Reid's offense, like probably like the back of his hand, but it's evolved a little bit since he was at Philadelphia, I would say. So uh, I love Damian Williams this week, and pretty much if you can get anywhere near Patrick Mahomes, I like you in yeah. fantasy football. Yeah. Did, did, did no one watch what that guy did in the playoffs last year? I mean, it was, he was the guy. I mean, I'd like to go see what the whole playoff, you know, points for, you know, for everybody was mm-hmm. total. I guarantee he was in the top three. Yeah. He, I mean, he scored two or three every game. Do, do you know why he did well? Because I rookie drafted him in a uh, dynasty league and then cut him uh, oh, after that, like two that years. That sounds like something I would do. <laughs> no, no. That's that's what that's what happened in that whole deal right there. Um, the other guy likes the guy we talked about just a little while ago, um, uh, Austin Eckler versus the Indianapolis Colts. Um, over the last two years, he's the only guy with two hundred plus touches and averaging five yards per carry and ten yards per reception. He, to me, he's just like a hungry dude. When he gets the ball, he acts like he wants to do something with it. He's right. kind of like Philip Lindsay in that in that respect to me. So uh, I love Austin Eckler against Indianapolis, even though they got Matt Eberflus over there, uh, mm-hmm. you know, coaching the defense. What do you think about that guy? I mean, I I totally botched it on him in my first draft. I, we, Gordon, I didn't have a clue. That I didn't know what was going on. Thought he was going to be back soon. And he got, like, picked up in the ninth round. That's a steal. That dude's going to be good if, if, if Gordon doesn't show back up. Eckler. I hardly know her. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, come on, man. Uh, we had a question pop up uh, while, we're, while we were uh, talking. Um, do you believe DK Metcalf will be a number one wide receiver this year? For them, he might be. I don't think he's going to I don't even think he's going to do that. Uh, I, 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 count me in on DJ, DK Metcalf being Mike Mamula. Uh, at the at the combine, you remember Mike Mamula and for the Eagles, the uh, the linebacker for Boston College. That he was the first guy that went and like got training on what to do on all these drills, and oh, then he yeah. ended up he I ended do up doing that. really well. He got like drafted in the top ten, and uh, and then he was he was garbage. Uh, I I just I don't see it on the tape with with DK Metcalf. So, and I drafted Tyler Lockett, and I like Tyler Lockett. So you know. Bump old uh, Metcalf out of there. I don't care how tall you are and how many abs you got. Uh, I'm, I'm going with Lockett over, over Metcalf. It's so. the same old story of you just don't know. I mean, with what's going to happen, you got a new head coach. Yep. you got a new offense. Yeah, they're both from college, and they both had success in what they ran. But 
I mean, I watched them in preseason. Uh, it's a little different in the NFL. That's all I'm going to say. We'll, we'll see how it works out. Yeah, I'm, I, count me in for, for Tyler Lockett. <laughs> uh, next guy I like is uh, Duke Johnson at New Orleans. Um, you know, they traded for Carlos Hyde, and that really doesn't move the, ra- the radar, the needle very much for me. I just, he's not really on my radar here. Um, I don't think he's going to do that much there. Um, and I think Duke Johnson was underused in Cleveland just because they kept trying to find anybody to replace him, even though he was productive. Uh, so I think he's ready to kind of show out and kind of show them, hey, look, Cleveland, if you would have just given me a chance, here's what you would have had. Uh, no doubt. I, I mean, I love it this week. I mean, you know you're going to have to keep up with New Orleans, so mm-hmm. field goals are probably not going to be it. So It's not going to get it. You're going to get some opportunities down the red zone. and Got, a new, mean, got a new left tackle in town. Yeah, he can, there's no question he can do it, and I think Hyde's down the road if they do use him. He's for injuries, things like that, just security. Yeah, insurance policy there with, with Carlos Hyde, in our opinion. Um, all right, let's move on to some wide receivers and see what we got here. We got uh, – the top 12 that we can't touch is Nuke, OBJ, Devontae, Juju, uh, Michael Thomas, Julio, Evans, the Cheetah, the Cheater, uh, <laughs> Keenan Allen, A.B., Thielen, and Amari Cooper. So we couldn't get any of those guys. So the first guy I picked was, uh, back to your boy golf, uh, Brandon Cooks at Carolina. Every year, this dude finishes in the top 13 in the league, uh, he's been in three different offenses, and he's just produ- he just produces. Uh, Jackson is uh, is is too aggressive in 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 my opinion. Uh, Dante Jackson, the corner for uh, Carolina. In fact, I just cut his behind uh, in uh, in one league. So I think Dante Jackson isn't isn't going to be able to stay with. I don't care how fast what his forty is. I don't think he's going to be able to stay with Mr. Cooks uh, this weekend. What do you say? I mean, it, it's pick your poison with them. That's the only bad thing about picking receivers from such good teams. Like you don't know which guy's going to get you it. You don't. <laughs> you know, if you're a PPR league, you maybe you know you hopefully cups back. He's more of the inside guy. He catches a lot of balls and things like that. But if you're looking for, you know, potential big yards and and, and a couple touchdowns, it, it Cooks is probably your guy for sure. That's what I'm talking about. Well, we got a couple of comments coming in on Facebook. We got a there's a guy that made a comment. Some dude named Sam Brown. You ever heard of him? <laughs> Big Sam. <laughs> uh, Sam was a... No uh, politics, Sam. No politics. <laughs> Sam played football with, uh, with Clint in high school. Uh, I would say I played football with him too, but I was on the freshman team while they were playing on Friday night, so I don't think that counts. But, uh, but uh, so yeah, Sam, uh, good to see you. And uh, Wendell, after throwing all that shade, now he's got a question. No, does he? Yeah, Wendell. so... Pass. So, <laughs> <laughs> Which tight end do you like better for this year, O.J. Howard or Hunter Henry? O.J. Howard. You're a believer in Howard. Yeah, I mean, Henry, I mean, I don't know. It's just too off and on. He's, I don't know. I, you know I, I wish you'd ask me somebody else. <laughs> Those two, are they are very similar. I mean, they're, they they're are. Their tags I mean, touch I, in a lot of leagues I, and a lot, of, a lot of boards. I said that too fast. I mean, it's that's a pick-your-poison deal. I'm taking Henry. I'm not a believer in in OJ Howard. Uh, to me, he's overhyped. Um, I, I know he's got a new head coach. I know it's a new offense, but not a huge believer in Jameis Winston either. That's uh, my like, fear like, too. Like Philip Rivers a lot better than I do Jameis Winston. And that's why I'm. And Philip Rivers is a guy that looks for the tight end. You look at the the career that Antonio Gates had. I mean, it was amazing. So I really feel like uh, Hunter Henry 
is is going to be your guy there. So I, I would stick with Henry. I'm me. retracting and agree with him. I, I go with Henry. That's Absolutely. called sales, baby. Yeah, I could I, I could sell ISO Eskimo. <laughs> I agree. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Winston. Right. I'm not a believer in Winston. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 nuts. <laughs> um, Anyways, uh, moving on to our next wide receiver, it is Tyler Lockett. So, Nick, here's the answer to your question uh, versus Cincinnati. To me, th the stars are aligning for this dude. Uh, Baldwin retired. Like half, the, it, half of the receivers on the team are hurt, including D.K. Metcalf, who you asked about, you know, just started practicing today. Um, and last year, I, I don't know if this is you, – you're the quarterback expert, so you're going to have to tell me if this is good or not, but – uh, Russell Wilson had a perfect quarterback rating when throwing to him last year, one fifty eight point three. Is that is that okay? Is that is that pretty good? That'll get you by. Probably get you in the contract. You know. <laughs> no, you yeah, he is the guy. There's no doubt about it. Lockett's the guy there now. And you know, even when Baldwin was playing, he he turned into yeah. the guy. Yeah, he you was. Know. He ran a lot of routes from the slot. I think he still will. But man, that dude is just money. Yeah, go with Lockett. Lockett is a big. Uh, I'm I'm I've got a lot of stock in in Lockett this year. Uh, the next one, the guy we talked about a little bit earlier, Kenny Galladay at Arizona. There's no, but no Patrick Peterson on the other side of him. And if they get down close, I think he's the red zone threat over Marvin Jones and TJ Hawkinson and whoever else they got to try to throw the ball in there, Danny Amendola. So uh, to me, uh, Kenny Galladay is a guy that he, he's kind of like the old Des Bryant, the, the young Des Bryant, where he would just you know go up over people and catch it. And so I'm a big believer in Galladay this week. What do you think? I'm starting to see your trend here because him and Cooks are – Basically the same guy, but on different teams. Mm -hmm. He is the guy that's going to be in the red zone. He's going to catch more in the red zone. He's going to have potential to get more yards than those other guys who catch the ball. If it's a PPR, you know, maybe Jones catches a few more passes, but for big, big points, it's going to be Galladay. Wendell's out of control, man. You need to. He's you need always to, you out need, of control. You need to text him and get him under control, man. He said. I miss Wendell. He said. He said Clint Dalzell is a better quarterback than Jameis Winston, and he doesn't steal <laughs> crab legs. So <laughs> he went number one uh, overall. So you so you should have been number I one overall. I do love crab legs, though. I don't don't don't. <laughs> don't even go there, man. Don't even go there with the crab legs. Uh, the next guy I like is Tyler Boyd at Seattle, man. This dude. AJ's gone. I think he's going to have over 10 targets this week. Um, he's got a rookie on the other side, Damian Willis. Uh, John Ross was a first rounder a couple of years ago, and he's always hurt. I know because <laughs> I, I got him in the rookie draft, and that dude has been hot garbage. So, uh, man, I just think he's about the only guy that's going to catch that that uh, boy genius uh, offense's passes this week. That's, that's possible, but uh, <laughs> whew, they're playing at Seattle, first game of the season. I know they got a new head coach or a new, uh, you know, brainiac he, over there. He had lunch with Sean McVay. He's, uh, he's I, a I hear you. I hear you. But man, I just see at Seattle. That's scary for me uh, until they prove it. You know, I don't know if you know this, AJ. but Richard Sherman does not play for them anymore. Cam <laughs> Chancellor does not play for them. I anymore. hear you, but their defense is always good, and that uh, that 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 playing at that place is is tough. It's it loud. is. Oh, there's. They actually have fans that cheer to support their team, not just when we <laughs> score touchdowns. They're not like Dallas fans. So, all right. Yeah, and you know that's right. Good point. Um, all right. So uh, the, my last wide receiver is Mike Williams versus Indiana, uh, Indianapolis, um, and uh, Keenan Allen is kind of hurting right now. Hunter Henry's just coming back, and uh, I think the run game is going to be kind of secondary in this game. So I think Philip Rivers is going to be chucking that ball a little bit and looking for Mike Williams. What do you say? 
You're making me wish I'd have drafted him somehow, some way. You're selling that ice again. Uh, the more I think about it, the more you're right. I He's going to go home and make a trade when he gets when he gets out of this out of this uh, house. You see, I, I kind of look at things a little different than you do, though, when it comes to when other guys are hurt. I mean, I wish Allen was out there. I wish Henry was, you know, out Take there. Take the more. coverage. At, that's right. I mean, they mm-hmm. have to. They can't just pinpoint on mm-hmm. one guy. And that's when you know, you know, as a quarterback, I want most weapons I can get out there. You only got one in there, you know. They're 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 putting a triangle around him. It, it gets tough. Oh, for sure. All right. There's a guy named Wendell Olson asking a question. <laughs> what Wendell? Uh, he's he wants to know: Is it worth picking up Gronk? <laughs> Ooh. I, mm. Not yet. I mean, I don't know what kind of league you're in. <laughs> Are you a senior golf league or something? I, I, don't, I don't know. To me, if you don't have like 26 roster spots or something, I wouldn't pick up Rob Gronkowski. Uh, I wouldn't even do it in Dynasty. I, I have, we have guys that have him under a three-year contract and still got to eat two years of that contract right now. So, yeah, I just – he's he's a – He's a space cadet, man. You don't know. That dude could be on the WWF next week and on a hunting show the week after that. You have no idea what that guy's going to do. That's for sure. So I wouldn't wouldn't worry about Gronk. Uh, He's talked about coming back, and he said it'd take him a month to get ready. So I wouldn't worry about it, bro. You'll see him in the playoffs. Speaking of tight ends, thanks for the segue, uh, Wendell. We're going to uh, the top eight tight ends, Kelsey, Kittle, Ertz, Howard, Henry, Ingram, Cook, and Njoku, who has been a – tease but not really delivered too much so according to um, your list there i don't know if that was in order howard was before henry so maybe i should go back you can have your ice it was no it was oh no no no, no. it was just random yeah okay it was just random kelsey and kittle they're pretty good but either way their tags are touching who cares oh that's true that's true yeah come on dog you got to stand on the table for your guy because if you don't get on if you don't get on board with my guy i'm gonna fire you you know (laughs) oh yeah i love him henry's great Uh, the scouting days, man, the scouting days. So uh, tight end-wise, <laughs> I like Vance McDonald at New England this week um, because Bill Belichick goes into every week's game plan. It's completely different on defense. And he takes away what the other team wants to do. And I don't think Vance McDonald is high on Pittsburgh's mm. list of guys. All to, Juju. To, yeah, it's going to be Juju. It's going to be James Conner. So I think he's going to soak up all the tight end targets for Pittsburgh this year. So I like him this week to put that stiff arm on somebody for New England. <laughs> He had some great games last year. I mean, he, he, he got more impressive as the year went on. He's a little uh, inconsistent. Yeah, he did. I mean, as soon as I picked him up on some fan <laughs> or something, he didn't do the dang thing. So, yeah. Uh, and I think that's something to do with, you know, maybe with uh, A.B. gone now that, uh, you know, there will be a little you more continuity around him. there. You can't oh, talk about him. You're not wearing the right approved helmet to talk oh, okay. about him. <laughs> I got to, yeah. That's not, that's not going to work. Uh, that's not, uh, no, that's not. Yeah. That's the other thing. I shouldn't have invited him on here. Jay's Jay's better looking than me, and this dude's got hair, and he's like 50 years old. I'm like, come on, man. It's ridiculous. I know. It hurts. It's close. It's It's, it's going fast, though. (laughs) Wearing a helmet for 30 years didn't help. All right. My second guy is Austin Hooper because they're they're just good. The the, the Falcons are just good on offense, Um, and they're getting a guy back, Freeman, and I think that's going to help the play-action game. And who benefits from the play-action game? The person that's going to get right behind those linebackers, and that's going to be Austin Hooper. So, uh, big fan of Hooper in this game at Minnesota. What say you, quarterback expert? 
Quarterbacks love their tight ends, and he, he again, he's very similar to McDonald. He had some big games, and then and then he didn't. He disappeared a little bit. Yep. They, I don't, I, I'm down when we get to the playoffs. Making, I, you're not probably going to like something I'm going to say about that, but <laughs> I, I don't. I, I'm just, I don't know. They seem like they're getting old too. I mean, Hooper's not old. Don't get me Hooper, wrong. Yeah, but they're, they're they're they're. I don't know. They just we'll see. Okay. I, I think it does help with what you have up there with yeah. uh, Freeman coming back. You know, yeah. it's going to loosen yeah. a lot of things up if he can stay healthy. Yeah. That's all right. I got a, I got a theme on my next three picks, so I'm just going to put them all together, and I'll just say the they same. They must thing on be all because. Okay, so I got Jordan Reed at Philadelphia. I got Greg Olson versus the Rams, and I got Tyler Eifert at Seattle. And here's the whole reason why: because I can. They're <laughs> all really good, and they're all playing right now, and they're all be hurt by like you know next week. So I had to play them while I had them. I had to call their name while I could call their name. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Because <laughs> Jordan Reed has missed more games than he's played. Uh, Greg Olson's foot is barely barely hanging in there. And uh, Tyler Eifert doesn't have a knee left to, to, to tear an ACL in. Man, all three of those guys are going against good teams. I was they ready are. to get on you about these three picks. <laughs> I had two tight ends over here ready to go in place of those three. Who do you have? Well, I have a kind of a sleeper. That's what I was going to throw in there is uh, Mark Andrews from Baltimore. That's uh, not a sleeper. That, that's a good guy right there. But, I mean, he's like – he was so ranked up there. And I think he's he had 552 yards last year, and you know, yeah. in two different quarterbacks. And that's the quarterback's best friend is a tight end. And, and yeah. yeah, I don't disagree with We talked about the problems guy. with Jackson throwing, you know, a little bit of being accurate, a big tight end, a guy like that. It's going to be closer to the line of scrimmage. That's right. and, yeah. Yeah. Easier throws. Yeah, who else did you have? Delaney Walker. I think he, you know, coming off the injury, I mean, he had. He Man, had, I hope you're right. I got that guy. Four years <laughs> before that, he's been in the top eight always yep. as a tight end. But, yep. I mean, he got hurt last year, so I think yep. he's uh, due to come back. And, I didn't well. feel like I was ever going to get to call Tyler Eifert's name again, so I put him on there, man. <laughs> right. You're right on all three of those. <laughs> All right, well, this, uh, this last part here is we have a few little uh, segments that we do here. The first one's called Skin It. Uh, we, we're big fans of uh, Tombstone, so we like skin that smoke wagon. Jerk that pistol and go to work, man. You know, like uh, uh, a guy that you're just going to take a big chance on yeah. this week and just say, you know what, I don't know. We're just going to do what we can do. Um, and the, the guy that I chose this week is Damian Harris versus Pittsburgh. The last three years in New England, the guy that finished first in fantasy points was the cheapest dude on the roster. So that's Damian Harris. That's the guy I'm rolling the dice with. That's the guy I'm gonna I'm gonna put my money on. Uh, so how do you how do you how's have, that grab you? I have no idea. I don't even. I couldn't even give you a, a straight answer without throwing some BS in there. So I, I, <laughs> I'm just gonna let you talk about that one and go with Harris there. So all right. So I, he, I don't know. So I got see I got Clint Dazel, head coach of the Philadelphia Souls. Verbal no, soul, and verbal not in, souls. Philadelphia Souls. Souls. Yeah, I said Souls. I, mean, I didn't mean to say Souls. I, I knew I knew what the name of the team was. I, I, that was an accident. But I got. I, I know it was a, is an apostrophe S. Oh, okay. It was it, the head, head souls, coach of the Philadelphia coach, Soul. Souls. His verbal endorsement on my pick of Damian Harris for Skin It on, on my uh, on my show here. So there you go. Uh, the next one is your Daisy. If you do, it's the uh, the old Doc Holiday line from from Tombstone. You can do it, but you're a daisy if you do. I, I know both of them. And uh, so uh, the guy that you don't recommend starting this week, and so that guy for me is Derrick Henry at Cleveland. Um, to me, Tennessee has never, ever figured out how to use him other than that one Monday night. Um, you know, I mean, they and, you know, Cleveland defense, 
they 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 added some pieces over the, over the off season, and I like the way that they're looking this year. Uh, they don't have to play Jabril Peppers in in you know, Belton, you know, out there, <laughs> and so uh, uh, it sent him over to the Giants. So uh, I just never have confidence they're going to use that guy right. I'm the same way. I've I've always stayed away from Henry. I've never you know come close to drafting him. You know, the last two years anyway, for sure. Uh, just for that very reason. I mean, I just don't, I don't know. Sometimes he's he's there, sometimes he's not. He gets it, you know, sometimes. How can you not use him in the red zone? <laughs> How can you not give him the ball four straight times? Know. And they won't. You ever they seen don't. a picture of him and uh, Mark Ingram standing next to each other? Like, <laughs> uh, uh, Mark had gone back to Alabama for, a, uh, uh, for a, a game after he was already in the league. And it looked like he had his little cousin there with him, you know, <laughs> right. just like, it's like it, it, the, the caption was on the meme was, this is why Mark Ingram, you know, got suspended for steroids. He's like <laughs> looking at Derrick Henry going like, good Lord, man. He's where a beast. Get, where do you get this guy from? And then the, our uh, next segment is, well, bye. So our, our, our tombstone line on that one is well, bye. And this is a guy that you might as well go ahead and cut because uh, he's done. And since it's week one, I went with a guy that has been a fantasy uh, horse before, and then uh, he kind of started fading off, and now I think you can go ahead and sign him off, and that would be Jay Ajayi. Uh, Not on a team right now. Um, There are teams that need running backs, and his phone ain't ringing. What do you think? Every time I watch him, I just feel like he doesn't care. I mean, you know, he's just—he's Jamaican, man. He's just out there. Every team I read, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, just <laughs> coaches don't want—they want a guy that's you know chomping at the bit to, to wants the ball. He, he's like, ah, uh, okay, uh, I'll take it if you give it to me. So yeah, I don't want a guy like that either. I love it. Uh, well, this this next one here, um, we've got. Uh, I'm, my, my I'm anxious best, to know what my best this friend, is. My best friend, Jay, he would always say, man, I'm going to bake you a cake, man. You're all right. You know, if you like, you like helped him out or okay. you did him a favor, man, I'm going to bake I must. He must owe me about 3,000 cakes, you know. <laughs> um, and so uh, you know, the week before, if somebody did really well, you know, we're like, man, I'm about to bake that guy a cake, man. Okay. Um, well, this one is, uh, since we don't have a, we didn't have a game last week, I just picked somebody that like, you know what? I'll bake this dude a cake, man. He done, he done hooked me up. Todd Gurley slid all the way to me at pick number 10 in my redraft league. I got him at 12. Man, I'm gonna, we're both going to bake you a cake, Todd. Absolutely. we both going to bake you a cake, Todd, because you just need a cake, my brother. That is awesome. So that, that, was, that was my bake a cake for this one, man. I'm just like, you know what? That's what I'm talking about right there. That'll work. And then our, our, uh, our next segment is called Really. Like, really, man? Really? That's what y'all going to do. And so we didn't have a game last week, so I went with some moves that have been made uh, by the Houston Texans. I'm like, really, man? You can tell these people don't have a GM because somebody tweeted out, the NFL is playing chess and the Texans are playing Madden. (laughs) (laughs) You're giving away two first-round picks and a second for Kenny Stills, who has an overpriced contract, and... Laramie Tumsel, come on, man. It is not that serious. You guys, you guys are just out of control. Y'all ain't going to pick in the first, on the first day of the draft till 2028. Like, what are y'all doing over there? Yeah, I don't get that. That's kind of like Gruden last year getting rid of those couple players he did. I was like, what is he thinking? I think Mac ended up with more sacks than the Raiders last year. In the first game. (laughs) 
<laughs> he was like, man, it's really hard to find good pass rushers. I'm like, you had yeah, one. Yeah, you had a great, the best one. Yeah, you had one that was a monster. And so, yeah, but so that was my really, man, I just, I just do not get what the Texans are doing. I totally get it from Miami's perspective. Hey, we'll start Ryan Fitzpatrick. We'll get all these first round picks. We're going to pick five times in the you know first two rounds over the next couple of years, and here we go. Yep. Um, so I, I think it's brilliant on their part. Um, I think the, the tank for Tua is on in, uh, in Miami. So possible. It's possible. So uh, the last thing that we do before we do our picking is um, the Cowboy or Dolphin Minute. He's a Dolphins fan, so he, he whines about the Dolphins. And then I'm a Cowboy fan, so I whine about the Cowboys. Um, and so my, my, my deal with the Cowboys right now is we went from picking up guys off the street to start in the defensive line two years through two, three years ago to we got like 13 guys that I like, like, and I don't want to get rid of any of them. And we got two guys coming back off a of suspension that, that could, you know, ruin that whole, you know, I mean, we have to cut somebody, you know, I hate it. Trade. I know we need to trade. We got to find us a good trade. Call Will, tell him we need to trade one of these defensive linemen. You need a quarterback. Taco. Um, <laughs> Taco. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see how good Taco looked in the preseason? Don't y'all think we need to get a third round pick for him? Yeah, that's uh, and then uh, so uh, I think the only thing that can stop the Cowboys this year uh, is Jason Garrett being conservative and Dak Prescott getting hurt. Um, those are the two big uh, hurdles I think for the Cowboys this year in terms of um, Although stopping thought, what we, we should do. We thought that about Romo too, and it turns out. It was all right that year with with Dak. So, yeah, you're not a not a believer in the backup, huh? Well, um, I, I don't have as much confidence in Cooper Rush as I do in Dak Prescott. I can tell you that. <laughs> um, so, uh, do you have any uh, cowboy thoughts? Mm, cowboy thoughts? Yeah, I have cowboy thoughts. Uh, first of all, uh, I'm a believer in if you sign something and you say you're going to do something. That's what you do. So Zeke holding out it, and all these does guys. Does that go back? Out. Does that go both ways? Can the can the can the club cut you and does save a bunch of money on the salary cap? Cut and, you? Uh, well, I mean, sure. I mean, that's that's. that's so you're siding with management. I, I am. I am <laughs> siding with management on this. You know, I, <laughs> you're a player, man. You play. I'm, a pl- I'm both. I've done both. Oh. You know. So I yeah, I'm not a. I get it. I get both sides of it. You get it while you can. It's a business. Uh, it is. And and you know what? You know It's a with, finite business too. You don't get to you don't get to just play forever. You gotta gotta cash in, in that while you position can. I get it. And running yeah. back oh, Melvin yeah. Gordon, you know, they're yeah. holding their ground with, yeah. with, with him. And, and he's he's fresh out of luck too with yeah. that. And I think he's a great player. Oh he is. I don't think he's a Zeke Elliott, but you know, yeah. He's a good player. Yeah. So all right. Well we got uh we normally do a pick six thing here, but we don't. We're not. We're not going to do that this week because it's the first week. We're going to do predictions for the playoffs and Super Bowl winner, and I'm going to do something unprecedented because I've never done this before. So here mm. we go. Mm. So my AFC playoff teams: New England. I'm going out on a limb and saying the New England Patriots are going to the playoffs. Mm. Yeah. Good uh, call. Yeah, that's. Uh, I like to take risks. Um, so uh, also Cleveland, Houston, Kansas City. The Chargers and Pittsburgh. I already know that's not right because every year there's you like looked at my thing. No, because oh, there's my bad. no 
Don't jerk. No, um, there's there's always like three new playoff teams, you know, and I don't have three new ones, yeah. so that's not right. I only got two new ones. That's not going to work. And then in the NFC, I got the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Saints, the Falcons, the Rams, and the Packers. I couldn't really figure out the NFC North. I took the Packers because I don't know if you know this. Their, their head coach is a genius because he had lunch with Sean McVay one time. No, he yes, did. he did. He had lunch with Sean McVay. It is, it's amazing. Uh, so my championship games were the Chiefs versus Cleveland and Dallas versus Philly. And then I took uh, Dallas and Cleveland to go to the Super Bowl, and I'm doing something unprecedented, never done it before, taking the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl first time ever. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I feel like you're. you're, you're I'm waiting for the punchline. There's like, not I a punchline. I've never. I've never. <laughs> I've never done. I always keep it real. I always okay. keep it real. All right. I keep it real. So, talk to me. What do you got? Well, I mean, I pretty much was on for the most part. All those, but I, I picked one I thought were you know out of those. I thought I think Baltimore will make the playoffs. Okay. I, I think they'll make it over Pittsburgh. I'm again. I, I don't know with Pittsburgh uh, what's going on. Yeah. Again. Um, so I just I, they got to show me they can do it. But and that's the thing. There's always somebody different that makes the playoffs. So I had to take Pittsburgh this time. <laughs> right, right. And then I went with Seattle. I think Seattle's going to be very good. And again, you're right. They don't have some of those defensive players. I think their offense will, will step up and, and play better. Over and this is what I was talking about earlier. Atlanta. I okay. think they'll make it instead of Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, that's the NFC's got some interesting interesting. Matchups here, and I've got the same games as last year. How about that? I know it's probably in the, not in the championship. Kansas, Kansas City, New, City England, New England, and the Rams and the, the Saints. Rams, New Orleans, but I got KC winning it all. Who's against uh, the Rams? Against the Rams. So who who's getting pass interference this year? <laughs> oh boy, it looks like they got that all figured out. <laughs> yeah, that's really worked out. That worked out good in the preseason and lengthened those just... games. It's like that's what we need: longer preseason games. Those are terrible. Oh, that's it. Well, uh, looking down at Jay's, uh, he picked the Patriots, Browns, Jags, Chiefs, Chargers, and Baltimore, and the Cowboys, Eagles, Seattle, Saints, Bears, and Atlanta. Uh, he took the Saints to win the Super Bowl this year. How do you like that? Oh, I, Your, your cousin likes that a lot. Of course. I hope it's the Saints. <laughs> I hope they win it. But I think they're getting a little, you know, I can't say that. I think I, if Drew Brees, again, he stays healthy, uh, I yeah. love Cook being there. I, you know, I think he's going to do a great job for them too. And he's he's got three, I hate that three weapons. He's got three weapons. I hate that guy. He beat us in 2016 on that pass from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's he's good. Well, um, that's the end of the show, man. I want to thank uh, our guest host Clint Dozell. Literally, have not seen this dude in 30 years. Long time. 1989, when he left Robinson High School. Last time I saw him, and. Uh, I thought to myself, who knows football more than Jay Thompson? Let me see. Let me see if I can come up with somebody. And so uh, uh, Clint we're and I. Eight miles from each other. Th- yeah, literally. We, we're, in the, we're in the same, almost the same neighborhood, for crying out loud. And uh, we're, uh, we're, because of the intro webs and the Facebooks, uh, we're still friends. And so we were able to keep up with each other. And uh, so uh, thanks for being on the show, man. I really appreciate you coming in and, and uh, pinch hitting for, for uh a busy guy like Jay Thompson. You know what? I'll have to bake him a cake for not being here. So, <laughs> you know, I, I appreciate you, Jay, not being here. Let me get on here. Let's yeah, man. I think uh, I think Jay better hurry up and get back. He may have his job taken. May get <laughs> may get the old uh, may get the old uh, Lou Gehrig treatment. You know, mm-hmm. you miss one game and then uh, Lou Gehrig plays two thousand uh, more games. So, 
uh, that's going to be it, America. Um, if you don't win, it ain't our fault. I mean, nope. we did the best we could over here. So uh, make sure you stay tuned for future podcasts at Fantasy One Game Time on SoundCloud and YouTube and Fantasy Game Time on Facebook. And uh, if you stop by for a couple of minutes, unless your name is Wendell Olson, we really appreciate <laughs> it, man. It was uh, We had a good time. Uh, so we appreciate you taking your time with us. And uh, so speaking on behalf of the Philadelphia Soul head coach, Clint Dazel, this is Russell Maven, leaving you with the same truth as always. We do love football. We just love Jesus more. Y'all have a great week.